Welcome to Call the Binge Wife. Have you experienced an episode of your life where you find it hard to decide? We all go through seasons where it just seems we cannot find what we're looking for, eventually spiralling out of control while doom scrolling a menu with far too many options. That's when you need Call the Binge Wife. Ruth and Roger have emptied their bladders, grabbed their favourite snacks and spent countless hours watching TV to help you figure out what to skip and what to binge. So sit back, relax and call the binge wife. Now, here are your hosts, Ruth and Roger. Thanks, Andrew. Welcome to another episode of Call the Binge Wife. We are in season four and love is in the air. Ruth, what are we going to be binging today? We are binging Love is Blind. Reality dating a TV. So what's the synopsis of Love is Blind? I can't believe we're talking about this. Um, <laughs> Just work through it. Just okay, it working quick. through it. Love is Blind is a social experiment hosted by Nick and Vanessa Lachey, where a group of single men and women meet, date each other, fall in love, and get engaged all without seeing each other. They meet each other in quote-unquote pods. They are pods which, where they can't see each other, but they can hear each other and spend time together talking and going on dates through a screen and the famous question from the show is is love really blind and season four of love is blind took place in seattle so it's fitting that we are talking about it because we live in the seattle area that's right oh yes we need to share that so the show data for love is blind this is season four Yes, we've watched all four seasons. The drop I can't date, believe this. I know. Just, just get over it. Let's go. <laughs> the, the, March, the drop date was March 23rd. It's rated TVMA. Uh, where to watch is Netflix. The amount of episodes is currently running at 13. So I need to explain that a little bit. They do an interesting thing where they record two or three episodes of a year later down the road. So that's why... We're only on 13. We've got to wait several months to see the outcome of these relationships a year later. So currently 13 episodes for season four. The genre is reality competition dating. Production staff of note, none. Cast of <laughs> note, Nick Nick and Vanessa Lachey and, and about 32 men and women that are trying to date each other. The Rotten, <laughs> yeah. the Rotten Tomatoes score is 67% from critics and 27% from 27. the viewers. So, wow. I don't know what that says about us that we've actually watched all four seasons. And uh, awards, yeah. awards, who are we kidding? They don't have any awards. <laughs> <laughs> so Ruth, why did we watch this? Okay, so you and my niece, Allison, both had watched the first season a few years ago separately, right? And I was like, what? Why? And you were talking about it, and I vowed to never watch it. I just <laughs> thought, oh, it drive me bonkers. But I got sucked in while you were gone for three months uh, last year. And my niece, Allison, and I, she offered to watch season one over again with me. <laughs> she That's how much this. she likes it. <laughs> yeah, she likes the genre like you. And then we watched season two together. And then I watched season three with you because it was fun to talk about and complain. I complained or it wasn't. I always like, <laughs> I can't believe I'm watching this. It's so annoying. But then it's like, wait, what's going to happen? So I thought, why not keep going? So it is compelling in many ways. 
so that's kind of why I watch it. Like we, you know, it's like, oh, we want to have have love, find love, and we wish it could be simple and formulaic, right? So it's like, okay, let's see how this works. So yeah. why? Yes, why did you? I know why. Kind of, but why did you initially watch it? Uh, I think everyone has some kind of binge that TV show genre that they probably watch that would they would consider a guilty pleasure. And so yeah. dating shows for me are kind of like that. I've I've never gotten into The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. That's like a little too much. But I like to say, I have watched a season or two, so I don't have room to talk. Yeah. So my favorites are F Boy Island. <laughs> which we've watched together as well <laughs> and, Again, and, like, the, why? and love is blind and for me i think these shows have a little more uh gamesmanship to them if that's a way of putting it where there's there's kind of special circumstances with fy island and and love is blind where they start off dating each other and they can't see each other so i the concept to me is very interesting from a psychological yeah. perspective from a human emotion perspective that kind of thing Wait, uh, if they can't it. see each other on fy island i think I've they can it it's just that the the girls have the 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 power oh on they have yes, yes that's why yeah it's so the power that's dynamic why i liked different. that i liked that yeah. that's different yeah yeah so that's kind of why i keep watching this show although i will say after season three i'm like i'm done i'm never gonna watch it again and then season four came out and i just you know i caved I just absolutely can't. Yeah. Well, we, um, like, remember I said my niece Allison and you could talk about it if we did this show. Yeah. And I tried, we didn't quite plan it out <laughs> well enough for her to come on, but I was like, please, can you can talk about it, you guys, and I can laugh and make comments in the background, but there I'll do go. that. We'll, 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 see if, we'll see if season five happens or not. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Ruth, why what was a positive? I know this is hard for you and it's gonna be reaching, but what's a positive for you? Actually, there were a few. I mean, if I look at it as an interesting social experiment, that's my first positive. So it's just an overall message, like, wow, if we and this isn't specifically season four, but if we take chances on people we wouldn't normally be interested in, we could surprise ourselves. Then I was thinking about that, like they don't know exactly that they're people that normally might not be interested in Mm -hmm. right when you can't see them which is then it's interesting to notice when they go on vacation when they do see each other and they see everyone that they were dating and that (laughs) gets kind of messy because then it kind of shows their quote-unquote types or and I think that's that's really interesting psychologically so Mm -hmm. that's a positive I would say how about you? What's your first positive? Yeah, I, I like the concept of the not seeing the person and having this, you know, intimate emotional intimacy, at least. Yeah. Before you actually see them or, you know, the physical, like you said, the physical comes in. So that's kind of what hooked me in the very beginning when I started watching this show was that, okay, that's a neat concept that people can't see each other and they have to rely on words and communication (laughs) where a lot of these shows don't right i mean there is communication but it's you know it's mostly a physical attraction and yeah that isn't the thing and like we've talked about was like how would we do on that show right like and how different is it from how you and i first got together we met on on a dating app just three or four pictures each 
that we saw yeah. and then we spent time texting and then finally had our first date and met each other in person. So it's not a whole lot different. I mean, I think, you know, as in this season, you know, their family, they meet their family members out in the real world. So many people seem to kind of have a problem with it, but I don't understand that because the pods really should yeah. get a lot of that emotional stuff out of the way. At least you can have those conversations and deep conversations and not have to worry about, you know, what you're wearing and is your makeup on and am I shaved? Or, so I like that concept of what they call an experiment. Um, they don't call it a competition. They call it an experiment. So I think that that's very interesting. And, yeah. and, the, and people get to date lots of different people. Well, when they're in those pods, they don't just date one person. It's not like speed dating. They can choose to stop talking to somebody at any time during that portion of, of the season. They can say, I'm not interested in anybody or I don't want to talk to that person anymore. So they do have some choice. It's not like it's forced. And, yeah. and I just, I just like that concept, uh, especially in the beginning. Yeah. You just reminded me, like we talked on the phone, but we didn't. So we talked without seeing each other and texted a little bit. I had some specific rules. So there's <laughs> rules around this too. But I just thought of something else. It's interesting in terms of the the way it's set up that the women and men see each other. They're living mm-hmm. together with the women. So how much is are they influenced by others who others like and who others are, you know, there's some competition there. Oh yeah. I think it right? definitely this season we saw more mean girl stuff going on Yeah, than we had in previous seasons in the girls dorm or the girls lounge or whatever. They, yeah. There was a lot more mean girl stuff going on and a little bit more competition and there wound up being several love triangles <laughs> yeah. uh, this season, which we hadn't seen as much of. Uh, in a single well, season before. Mm-hmm. So Ruth, what's your second positive? I love it when seemingly great people, which we don't know exactly, mm-hmm. but when they meet each other and it works out, there's been like one or two, not from the second season. Yeah, I can't even remember. I've I've tried oh, to, I've tried to blot it out of my mind. And like Deep Tea and the whole Sean and Shauna and Shane and yeah, I I was just talking to Allison about it, but um uh, Tiffany and Brett, for example, this season and the couple in the first season, there's the, sometimes there's couples you're just like, man, they like just hit it off. They seem really honestly well matched and that they really are into each other mm-hmm. for real. This season was for me, it was Tiffany and Brett. I think we remember we liked another couple, but it, they just like it blew up. Yeah. Something happened. It was hilarious, though, that Tiffany fell asleep when he was expressing his feelings for her <laughs> yeah. in the pods for them. And Spoiler. I thought, oh, no. Spoiler. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's I guess that. you could read about it. Yeah. yeah. I see. It's funny now, but it was stressful then. Right. Yeah. Oh, I guess I am giving it away. Like, if they right. work out, oh, you never know in the future. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really liked Um, I like it when people actually do seem to connect and it, it, the experiment quote unquote works for Mm -hmm. them. How about you? What's your second positive? Yeah. I like that they can set up their own themed dates while they're in the pots so they can. So there's some imagination behind it. And and it's definitely when they first started doing that, the second or third season, I'm like, Oh, that's contrived. Like that the producers are putting that out there, but definitely this season they showed that 
they really were setting those up like you know like playing games with one another like little board games or card games or something and or yeah. having music pumped in they choose music and you know th- there's more going That's on than right. just sitting there trying to have a conversation they are interacting with each other but again they just can't see each other so i like that they've started showing more of those instances where they've you know it's pajama night or whatever the yeah. case may be that they, they really should having showed... food certain yeah. food together oh, yeah. right yeah i was always yeah. like what do they do they just get in or sit on the they talk for a long time yeah, yeah. but there's so, themes yeah they've shown a lot more of that this season than in past seasons so what's your last positive so you can get out of this mess yeah um <laughs> this season i want to say that they seem to have more emotionally mature vulnerable men mm-hmm. mm. um so Marshall and Brett's friendship was nice to see. And the way, okay, so I, yeah, without giving anything away, the way Marshall supported Jackie and Zach had some really open and vulnerable conversations with Irina. Irina was, <laughs> I was disappointed with some of the women this season. Well, let's be real. Every season I've been disappointed with people like, oh my gosh. Yeah, a lot more mean girls. Like I said, a lot more mean girl stuff going on this season. Yeah, but do you think, and then I was like, well, the age of the men was a little bit older. Younger, younger. The younger? men were younger and the women seemed to be in their early 30s and the men seemed to be in their mid to late 20s more no, this season. I think the youngest guy was 27. No, I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. that's, that doesn't help my theory, but maybe they just <laughs> a little more emotionally much. It, the men seem more emotionally mature. The women were very, some of them were very immature. So yeah. Yeah. For sure. What What's your third positive? Yeah, I think the overall, like they call the experiment, like how they tell the story, uh, I think is really good. And it's really set up in three acts, right? Like a movie would be or whatever, but they meet in the pods, they date in the pods. And at some point in the pods, they decide, okay, I'm going to propose to this person. And then they meet them in real life for the first time. They have, you know, they come across a big red carpet, hug each other. Sometimes, yeah. some, sometimes they don't want to hug each other, but, uh, but they, but they meet. And then, the, yeah. Yeah. and then the second act, yeah, some of them get busy, busy, but then the second act is like the vacation. It's the, they go off and all the couples go to like Mexico or whatever. And they have a couple of days out in the sun and the beach and drinking and they see the other couples. And so yeah. it's kind of like their first time out in the real world, but still not really the real world because it's mm-hmm. like Cancun Something. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last part is the wedding, right? The, the, they've proposed, they've said, Yes, I'll marry you. But then they still have this chance, right? They still have these three, four weeks before the actual wedding. And it's a real wedding. And they're really getting married. But they can still say no up until that point. So it's that storytelling yeah. of keeping us, you know, it's like I always say, I'm like, I'm just going to watch the first season, the first episode of the season and then I'll be okay. But it's like, oh, no, I want to see if they actually work out. But you have to go through all the seasons. You have to go through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go through the three different stages to find out. And it's it's very interesting. There's a fourth stage, if you will, that's the year later episodes. They do two or three year later episodes to like check in with the, them and they get them all back together and, you know, try to stir up more drama or whatever. But yeah, and the uh, people who didn't work out and yeah. how are they doing now? Yeah. They wear like their 
what is it? The revenge outfit or <laughs> yeah. 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 So I just think they do a really good job of telling the story. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of goofy and icky and whatever, but it's they still tell the story well. And that's I'm a big storytelling person. I like good stories. So if you're telling a good story, and I think they do for the most part, uh, with the material that they're given, again, still reality TV with my air my air quotes going around. Yes. It. Yeah, because then what is well, we'll get in that too. And the wedding, okay, I just have to say, I see I'm complaining about <laughs> they it's like, well, are you gonna say yes at the altar? It's like, this is you've already just well, of course, they anyone can say no, but mm-hmm. they're higher risk. I don't know, it just seems uh, like, why are you waiting until then? And that's part of the drama of the show, like, are you gonna leave at the altar? You know, whereas you could say the morning of like look this isn't going to work out but right. they, they string out the drama yeah i mean at some level to be on any kind of these shows with any reality show you kind of have to be i think there's some part of you that you have to be self-centered at the very least i mean i'm not gonna call everyone that goes on a reality show narcissist but you know i mean there is some desire to be on tv and put your life out there and it's yeah. you, know, you know it's basically just an extreme version of social media is really what it boils down to. You're putting all your stuff out in the air. You're you, putting you're yourself. Flying, yeah, and you're dirty yeah. laundry and stuff. Yeah. yeah. What, okay, but, um, Besides I know a lot here. Yeah, I know a lot. <laughs> what's real and what's spun, like, you know, the way they're doing the whole show, that was kind of what I was saying, like, why wait till the altar? But that's part of the the showmanship or the show of it. Um, I also, like, the failed attempt, at the live, oh, I'm not giving away, right? Oh, at the failed attempt at the <laughs> live reunion this season, it was kind of a mess. And also, recently, I was is interesting. I read and heard that the pod life is is really not good for the people that go on. Like they're saying, like they're tired, they don't get really good meals, they have a lack of sunlight, and that I can kind of laugh at. Okay, yeah, you're in these pods and you put yourself through this. I'm like, do they not get to go outside? But the serious part, I think, is panic attacks. Like if mm-hmm. in the producers, not this season as much. Do you think like taking advantage of that, like trying to film it, like she just needs to be alone and the, you know, the camera's right outside the room. I just, that stuff, I'm like, okay, that's, they're not doing well. So leave them alone, but it's all part of it. It's just icky sometimes to me. How about you? What's your negative? Yeah, I think I'm sort of the same thing. Really, it's most other reality shows. The final edits of this show can be obvious that the producers are spinning it. Um, oh, you know, right. it's it's like we'll be sitting there watching, and you'll be like, "Oh, look, she she's not interested. She's not, you know, she doesn't want to get married." And I'm like, they just chop up everything and put it in an order that wasn't the original right like i would love to see the hours and hours of footage that they have to go through to really kind of spin the story they want you to tell because like you said we had one couple that we were really hoping for and and glad that they got together and that they were doing well but then towards the wedding they cut it and edited it like she wasn't down anymore and that wasn't real and so they they tell the story they want to tell not necessarily tell the story that is true and but she wasn't down was she you no know, she was the, yeah she, she was she was just tired and sick of doing the the wedding stuff but they made it seem like oh i know who you're talking she, about yeah, yes, yes like the, yes it's like oh no something wrong and then yeah the way they cut to the preview of the next 
episode. It's well, like, oh, just no. even the even the B-roll footage when they're not talking and somebody's looking pensive yeah. and you're thinking, yes. oh my gosh, what are they thinking? And there was one couple that the whole time we kind of thought the guy wasn't sure that what he was going to do, but in reality, they, they seem to be the healthiest, most well-adjusted couple out of the bunch, but there was, you know, during that leading up to the wedding portion, you know, they really made it look like he wasn't having a good time. And at the reunion, he said, well, when we did this one thing, that really solidified it for me. But if you go back and watch that, it's like, ooh, he's really thinking he's not he's not going to do this. He's really thinking that, but he wasn't. It was just- Right, well, they have to make, yeah, because the people, like, that would be boring then. Yay, they're yeah. happy, right? Yeah. And they're just, like, planning the wedding. So you got to put a little intrigue and drama in it, which yeah. life usually has drama. Yeah, and I think the, I think the, if you're going to watch this kind of TV, you have to- know that going in there it's you have to suspend some of your belief just as you would if you're watching a sci-fi show or whatever you gotta suspend some of that and say okay it's just it's not real it's just kind of (laughs) real and that's okay that's true and i think that's why it was hard for me at first part of it like it's a you know frustration that it's not really real but is it real no don't people ask like oh is it scripted or not scripted you know i think they have speed editors that know what they're looking for and i don't necessarily know if it's scripted but they definitely use footage to throw you off and give you a different idea of what's actually happening yeah definitely Mm -hmm. just go into it knowing that so all right so we've gotten through this you're almost done i hesitate to say skip it or binge it Oh, I can't believe I'm saying that. Well, I, I was being facetious, like binge it if you have time or not to get sucked in and curse that you're sucked in at the same time. Like there's so many times I laughed, like weren't you and Alice, you were watching and I was like commenting from the background. We're like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. But I think it's worth watching at least one season just to check out the experiment. Yeah. I would be curious. To see what people think, you know, what do you think about the experience? Can you, if you can make it through it without throwing something at the TV? It's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, is it's there, not that, but. I know we're covering season four, but is there a season if you had to say, you know, if you're going to watch one season, do you have a season oh, that you would tell people to watch? I want to say season one or four because there's a couple, yeah, from season one, but I think they blend it all together. Yeah. Yes. Kind of, there are train wrecks in every season. But how yeah. about you? Okay, skip it or binge it. Um, skip it if you're not into this genre. I mean, there's really nothing here. If you, if you don't like this kind of TV, please <laughs> skip it. I'm not gonna hold you to, to anything. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. You know. Yeah. I mean, if this is, if you have no inclination for this genre, skip it. Uh, binge it if you need to numb the brain. Right, a little bit. I mean, I mean, sometimes I would get upset and go, "What are you doing? Why did you say that?" Yeah, but it's definitely you can play on your laptop while you do this. It's watch. Yeah, that's true. You can kind of like come in and out, or then you're like, "What did they just say?" You can catch up. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty easy. There's, it's not real deep, um, but but it's it's a good watch if you're into reality dating shows. I say go for it. If not, stay away. Just stay away. It's better than some, I will definitely say. Although (laughs) I haven't, yeah, The Bachelor just got weird, I think. 
Yeah, for lots of different reasons. Well, there you go. There's our review for Love is Blind Season 4. Oh, I made it. <laughs> you made it. Uh, we're excited for you to be with us, and we wa- watch a lot of different TV, so you're going to hear a lot of different things. Even this season, we got a lot of different stuff going on. Ruth, what else are we binging this season? Yes, lots of variety. We are binging Hello Tomorrow, Beef, and Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah, there you go. So that's our season four list of shows. You can get those right now on your podcast streamer anywhere. Ruth, if people want to get engaged with us, not like on the show, like Love is Blind Engaged, but if they want to engage with us. Do you want to do an experiment with us? No, 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 no. We don't need that. That's way too complicated. (laughs) Yeah. How can folks get in contact with us? Um, let's see, please email us at call the binge at gmail.com and on Instagram at call underscore the underscore binge wife. And we would love to hear from you. We could get into a whole conversation about marriage or not marriage. Oh, I shouldn't bring that up or like, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah. That's not this podcast. <laughs> that's not this podcast. Right. Yeah. And also if you're on Facebook, we have a Facebook group for people that listen to the show and want to talk about stuff they binge. You can find that at call the binge wife on Facebook. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Join us there. We're excited that you joined us. We hope that you've get, gotten something out of this. If you have, please make sure you rate and review the show on whatever app you're using. And when you don't know what to watch next, call the binge Call wife. the binge wife. He's totally oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Love you.